The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7, episode 1321. Today, a Valentine's Day special featuring the most important love story from each of the Star Wars movies. Punch it, Chewie. Hey there, this is Tim McMahon, Helen's co-host from the Expanded Comicverse podcast. But hey, you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, a daily Star Wars podcast, seven minutes a day, seven days a week. How awesome is that? Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and I'm coming at you from Los Angeles, California. Actually, specifically Culver City, California, because, you know, it matters around here. <laughs> and they'll be broadcasting from here for the next week or so. So you might hear a little change in the acoustics. It's a bit different from the studio, but, you know, such is life. We've got the traveling rig happening here, and yeah, it's unfortunate to be away from the family for Valentine's Day, so I have left surprises behind for them, which hopefully I will <laughs> be able to wake up in the middle of the night and wish them a, an early morning happy Valentine's Day, but that's a whole other story. So what I wanted to share with you today are what I think the number one love stories from each of the Star Wars movies, and I should say at the outset that love story doesn't necessarily mean a romantic love story. In in fact, it's almost more important in some cases that it is not a romantic love story. It is, in fact, some kind of love-driven relationship that is a very important factor in the works of that particular movie and in the effect it has in the overall Star Wars franchise. And so starting off with The Phantom Menace, you would have to say that the most important love story in that movie is not <laughs> Jar Jar loving Qui-Gon for saving his life multiple times. It has to be the love relationship between Anakin and his mother, Shmi. And yes, you could say that it's Anakin crushing on Padme, but really, what love relationship drives Anakin more in this movie? It's the issue that he has with his mother. It's the one that sets him up for everything going south in the future movies. It's the Attack of the Clones, I would say, where the Anakin-Padme love relationship takes on big significance, right? Because that's the point at which he is bypassing the Jedi Order. I mean, you could make an argument, again, you know, going the other way, that the Anakin-Shmi relationship is the most important love story here. But that's not really what's motivating him at this point. He's not thinking that way about love. He's thinking more about Padme and ha, 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 love. So yeah, it's a different thing entirely. He has grown up from little Annie and he is now another animal altogether. And then you have Revenge of the Sith. And in this particular case, you know, you could go with Anakin and Padme because that's really driving Anakin's desire to you know, make sure that he saves her life, prevents her from dying, and ultimately what causes his fall to the dark side of the Force. But I think 
the most important love story is the story between Anakin and Obi-Wan, that brotherly love and connection that they've developed over the course of many, many years, more than a decade of adventures together. And the breaking of that bond is utterly traumatic. I mean, sure, the lightsaber battle at the end of Revenge of the Sith is possibly the best lightsaber battle of all. I mean, ugh, I would even dare say The Last Jedi one rivals it potentially. But yeah, that was a pretty hard one to beat. But it was a sign, an external sign of just how badly the relationship had been fractured between Obi-Wan and Anakin and how deep it was that it could be so badly fractured. Moving on to the original trilogy and Star Wars, a.k.a. A New Hope. You know, I thought about this one for a while, and it seems like the most important love relationship in the movie is the love that Han has for the Millennium Falcon. And yes, we get inklings already that Luke is kind of crushing on Leia, and we won't get into the implications of that at all. But, I mean, Han talks about the Falcon so lovingly. You know, you've never heard of the Millennium Falcon? Like, this is a ship that's supposed to have a reputation. He's telling Chewie to go get the ship ready. When the TIE fighters are chasing him after they escape from the Death Star, he's saying, hear me, baby, hold together. He's talking about the Falcon like it is another character, and that's the start of our our own love affair with the Falcon as fans. Then you have The Empire Strikes Back, and that's the most obvious one of them all, right? It's Leia and Han, of course. And Return of the Jedi, we have Luke and his dad, Darth Vader. Luke knowing that he can save his father, that's something that is only generated from compassion, from love, from the possibility that he could save his own father despite all the terrible things that he's done over the past two decades. And then we move on into the sequel movies. I think we also have a clear winner for The Force Awakens. That would have to be the bromance between Finn and Poe, of course. I think that's a hands-down winner. And as far as The Last Jedi goes, I think you have to go Ray Kylo with that one. I mean, the tension between them when Kylo's standing there shirtless, <laughs> right? The pose that launched a thousand memes, or should I say the pants that launched a thousand memes. It wasn't just pants, right? I mean, he had a bandage around his rib cage from, or actually, I guess that wouldn't have been his rib cage. It was just around his abdomen from getting shot by Chewie. I mean, wouldn't you? Personally, I don't know how he survived taking a bowcaster shot to the side, you know, and just not having a whole chunk of him ripped out. I guess it must have been armored in that one particular spot. Why there? I don't know. But <laughs> another question for another day. And Rogue One, you know, that's the only one we haven't talked about yet. Rogue One, I had a hard time figuring that out. But I think ultimately it has to be the brotherly love between Chirrut Imwe and Baze Malbus. And despite all his protestations and all of his eye rolling, Baze is always going to follow Chirrut wherever Chirrut goes and make sure that he's taking care of his friend. So yeah, that one I think was a pretty ultimately obvious one, but it took a while for me to go, hmm, yeah, that could be it. Cassian and K2SO was kind of a runner-up, but you know, I think it's definitely Chirrut and Bayes for sure. And I'm going to take a quick break and then I'm going to talk about what the obvious romance in Solo must be. Actually, there are kind of two, maybe three, but I think there's one particular that we have to focus on. <laughs> Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. No sponsor on this episode today, so I just have a favor to ask instead. If you haven't done so already, please consider leaving a review for Star Wars 7x7 on your favorite podcast app. 
Not just a star rating, although I will say we are personally very proud of our near-unanimous five-star rating on iTunes. No, I just mean a thoughtful sentence or two about what you like about the podcast, or how happy you are that it's part of your daily routine. And more reviews means better visibility, which means more people get to share in a daily dose of Star Wars joy, and you want that, don't you? Of course you do, so please leave a review on your favorite podcast app today. I thank you, and the Star Wars 7x7 podcast thanks you. Welcome back. All right, so thanks to the Entertainment Weekly coverage of Solo, a Star Wars story, and I just picked up my copy of the magazine. I couldn't find it in New Hampshire, but, you know, come to the entertainment capital of the world, and it's right there on the rack, so easy enough. So I was looking through there, and, you know, there's a note about Thandi Newton's character and how it gets, quote-unquote, interesting in her relationship with Han, whatever that means, and, of course... Amelia Clark has already talked about a romantic aspect of her relationship with Han, though the implication is that it's during the younger days, and we don't know if it gets rekindled in the quote-unquote older days, if you will. But ultimately, one of the things that's said in that article, in that feature cover story, I guess it's one of the articles, is that this movie is a true bromance between Han and Chewbacca. There's a note in one of the articles about how Wookiees are not fast friends necessarily. It takes a while for them to let you in. But, you know, we saw that Super Bowl commercial where at the end Chewie puts his arm around Han. I mean, you know, there's something developing between the two of them. And the fact that we're at a point where Han understands you know, the Wookiee language, I mean, that is pretty impressive. That, to me, says commitment right there. And yes, there is a name for it, and there are actually multiple dialects, but apparently the main one, here we go, <laughs> uh, Shriwook, S-H-Y-R-I-I-W-O-O-K, Shriwook, perhaps. Anyway, <laughs> so there's your awkward pronunciation for the day. And that is going to do it for this special Valentine's Day edition of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. As always, would love to hear about your favorite love stories from the various Star Wars movies. So please do share them on Facebook at the Facebook post for this show's episode. And in the meantime, may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you become a spy for the Jedi Council, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you want to join the inner circle of fans of the podcast, become a patron of the show at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a night at the space opera, it's destiny unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it!